I took all the cats to the vet last week. All seven cats at the same time. What a production. Well, whatever you imagine taking seven cats to the vet is like, it's like five times worse than that. So six of the cats were pretty well behaved. Tars was not. Tars is just super emotional. And he's just an emotional basket case. Um, and Wendy didn't really like getting her thermometer shoved up her butt. Uma has a crush on the bat. She loves the bat. And she climbed up onto his chest and put her arms around his neck and hugged him. Uma. So. I get out of there and it's time to pay the bill. I'm standing there at the counter and they gave me the bill. And it's $1,060. So seven checkups and five shots. $1,060. Which is actually not that bad in the grand scheme of things. So. If you have one pet, if you have like one cat or one dog, pets are not super expensive. They're not. They don't cost that much. If you have seven cats or seven dogs, that's when it starts getting expensive. But there's no way I'm not going to spend that money on my cats. I mean, look, you know, I could skip the checkup and skip the shots. My cats are healthy. They're indoor cats. They'll be fine. But it's good to have a relationship with a local vet in case something goes wrong. And this falls into the category of shit you have to pay for. That's what I call it. Shit you have to pay for. I have another example of this. The pump for my pool went out. I have to get a new pump. Shit you have to pay for. (laughs) Several hundred dollars. Just get whacked for several hundred dollars. Seems like every time I turn around, I got to I got to pay to fix something or the cats or whatever. But I have some unforeseen expense and I have no choice but to pay it. And it's the shit that you have to pay for that gets people in trouble with their personal finances. See, my theory on this is that a lot of people are good with money. I think most people are good with money. Most people don't do shopping sprees at Saks Fifth Avenue and come home with 40000 in debt. Most people don't do that. That's rare. It's rare. But typically what happens with people is that they have not much margin of safety. And then they have shit you have to pay for, some unforeseen expense. And then they end up in credit card debt. And they pay interest on it forever. So the biggest one is a car. Car shits the bed. Shit you have to pay for. Got to get the car fixed. Got to get to work. Got a leak in the roof, shit you got to pay for. Got to fix the leak in the roof. Dishwasher, washer, dryer, refrigerator, any of that stuff shits the bed, got to get it paid for, you know. Shit you have to pay for, that's what I call it. Now, the best way to prepare for shit you have to pay for is to have a big pile of savings. Otherwise known as emergency funds. So then the $1,000 vet bill is not going to hurt you. Fixing the car is not going to hurt you. It sucks. But the point is, is that you don't have to put it on a credit card. And like I said, most people don't do like they don't spend 10 grand to Banana Republic. And they don't and they, they don't do that type of stuff. Some people do, but it's really it's really a small number of people. The people who have spending addictions, it's really not that many people. 
they end up in debt because of the shit you have to pay for. And they didn't have any savings. And then it went on the credit card. Then they're paying interest on it forever. I'm being serious. Most people are responsible with their money. But people cannot plan for unforeseen expenses. And we get hit with a lot of unforeseen expenses. I have an umbrella insurance policy. Okay. It went up 800 bucks this year because I got three speeding tickets. Shit I have to pay for. And I'm not going to go uninsured. I just have to pay for it. And if you're wondering why I have three speeding tickets is because my town is a giant speed trap and I don't even go that fast and I get sconed anyway. So, but the problem is, is that people live their lives on a razor thin margin. They take in 50 grand a year. They spend 50 grand a year. There's no room for saving and there's no room for shit you have to pay for. And you need to practice a little bit of austerity to build up some cushion for these unforeseen expenses. And I'm sure you know lots of people like this. They're living on the razor's edge and the first thing that goes wrong and it's a financial crisis. So don't be like these people. Live your life in such a way that you have a little bit left over from when disaster strikes. Well, what does that mean in practice? How do you save money? Well, we can do like 10 podcasts on how to save money, but don't cut back on food <laughs> unless you're eating steaks every night. But I don't think too many people are doing that. Don't cut back on food. Look, it's not hard. You know, just cut back a little here, a little there. You'll be able to come up with 500 bucks a month. With 500 bucks a month, in about a year and a half, you'll have $10,000 in emergency funds. And that's been my rule of thumb all along is that you want to have $10,000 or six months of expenses, whichever is greater in emergency funds. So how are you going to come up with $10,000? 500 bucks at a time. You'll get there in a year and a half. You want to know the real reason I care about this stuff? I care about this stuff because I care about your pets. Because 2 million cats and dogs are put down every year because their owners don't have the money to pay for medical care. It's shit you have to pay for. It's called economic euthanasia. Happens 2 million times a year and it's all because people don't have emergency funds. What's the most I've ever spent on a cat? Well, Vesper had some stomach problems. This was back in like 2014 and she, she was in pretty bad shape. I had to take her to the specialty vet a bunch of times, cost me about 4,000 bucks. I was happy to write that check. Happy to write that check. I would spend that money all over again. You have to do it. And the emergency funds, you can't get cheap about emergency funds. Like if you have $10,000 in emergency funds, you have to think of that money as already spent. It's already gone, okay? You can't get cheap about it. That's what it's there for. And you will be amazed at how much your stress goes down when you have an emergency fund because 10 grand will cover just about anything. And if it doesn't cover it, then well, do your best. You know, Some people have a lot more than $10,000 in their emergency fund. I encourage you to have more than $10,000 in your emergency fund because you never know. Some people think they have to invest their emergency funds, which is an insane idea. 
Because if you invest it, you have risk of loss and you don't want to lose your emergency funds. Don't invest your emergency funds. Keep it in the bank, earn zero interest on it. It's fine. You need those to be immediately available funds. Trying to think of what else I've had to pay for lately. There's been a bunch of stuff. It's the cats, the pool. Anyway, we actually had a good time taking the cats to the vet. We love our vet. He's terrific. Cats didn't like it so much, but they're actually pretty well behaved, except for Tars. Tars is a drama llama. Anyway, take my advice on the emergency funds. You won't regret it. And I swear it'll save your ass one day. Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dillian. See you next time.